You're listening to Mid-South Minute, the podcast, where co-op and community collide. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode nine of the Mid-South Minute. Today, we're going to be talking about our new fiber app and also going to be having a special interview with the executive director of the Grimes County and Navasota Chamber of Commerce, Johnny McNally. So, Justin, I'm going to let you start things off and talk about the new app that's going to be available with our fiber. Can do. Exciting news. Uh, We have a new fiber internet app that allows our fiber internet consumers to help manage their home network a little bit better. Really convenient and in the internet service provider space. If your ISP is not providing you an app of this caliber, uh, you're missing out. So if you are a current uh, Mid-South Fiber internet consumer, you are welcome to go into your app store, whether in Google or Apple, and download this app and then get started there, uh, setting up everything, managing your parental controls, uh, even printers on your network, media players, uh, the computers, what phones are there, cameras, and everything else included. Uh, I think one of the great features for this is your parental controls to where you can monitor what devices are seeing what type of content. And in today's world, it's better safe than sorry if you have little guys in the house. Take advantage of that uh, if you're a current fiber internet uh, consumer. And if you're not, uh, know that it's there. Maybe just go ahead and download it now. Uh, save that on your phone or your tablet uh, and get ready for when we, we reach your location with uh, older, faster fiber internet. So, And uh, another thing coming in the future is our TV service. So with our TV service that we will be providing, uh, streaming over the internet, of course, there will be an app for that as well. So uh, just a little uh, snippet to hang on to as we progress into the future of our uh, Mid-South Fiber Internet project, and uh, we'll keep the good news coming. Awesome. Thanks for that. So speaking of TV, um, it's starting to creep up on the holidays and it's getting cooler outside. Today, it's just, it's like 50 degrees. It's amazing, but it's getting colder and colder and we're getting closer to the holidays and everyone, well, I say everyone, a lot of folks are really watching like Hallmark movies and getting into the spirit of the holidays. And if you want to experience this, I mentioned this in the interview with Johnny. Um, if you want to experience this in real life, these small town holiday events are a great way to do that. And instead of just watching it on TV. So that'll lead us directly into our interview with Johnny McNally. He's the executive director of the Navasota Grimes Chamber of Commerce. And he's going to tell us all about upcoming events starting on Halloween all the way through Christmas. So get your pen and paper out and write down some events. If you're going to be in the Grimes County area, all of these events will be local to you. Um, We invite you, if you're not in the area, to come on out. But I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, everyone. I would like to introduce our next special guest. It is Mr. Johnny McNally. He's the executive director of the Navasota Grimes County Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Johnny. Thank you very much. I appreciate you asking me to do one of your podcasts. I'm so excited. Johnny, I'll let you go ahead and just uh, talk a little bit about the chamber and how long you've been there. Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, I can say I'm always happy to talk about what the Chamber of Commerce does because a lot of people just don't know what we do here. Um, So first, I'll start off by saying I've been with the Chamber of Commerce since 2015, and I started off on the board of directors. And about halfway through that year, I took the job as executive director, and I've held that position ever since. So I'm into my sixth year now. 
time flies. It, I know. It seems like you just got there, but you've done some amazing things while you've been in there. So we're really um, proud of what all the chamber has accomplished. Thank you very much. Um, so tell us a little bit about where all the chamber services um, and kind of your mission and really what drives you each day at the chamber. Okay. Uh, chamber of Commerce is where we're located here in Navasota, right behind Miller's Theater. And we are, our service area, we are the Gr- Navasota Grimes County Chamber of Commerce. So our member base mainly is in Grimes County, and we service the entire county. We also have members in Brenham, and we have about 10% of our members are in the Bryan College Station area. So uh, I, I get in even further than that. We have members in Houston and the Woodlands and Conroe. So uh, we, uh, we have a wide service area, but the vast majority of our members are here in Grimes County. The mission of our Chamber of Commerce, I can sum it up basically in three words, which is uh, three phrases, education, economic development, and promotion. So as far as education, we, we strive to pro- uh, provide educational opportunities for our members where they can learn things that will help them to run their small business. We also work with Blinn College to develop training programs that can be offered to the high schoolers to equip them that, to take the jobs that are available here locally. You know, one of our, another one of our goals is to make sure that our workforce is strong here and so that we, we can put the people to work and the jobs that we have. And so that's one of the things we strive for. Economic development, we're here to assist businesses to retain them so they don't leave and go somewhere else. We're here for business retention and expansion. And we're also here to recruit for new businesses to come and bring more jobs to our area. And then as far as promotion, we promote our members. We promote our communities as a great place to live, work, and play. So that's what the Chamber of Commerce does in a nutshell. Awesome. Now, I know the Chamber is such an asset, um, if you're a business owner, to be a a part of that. And you guys really are kind of the voice of commerce in our area. And I know with the major, major growth coming in from Houston and even College Station coming south, Grimes County is just exploding with growth. And so we're really happy to have you guys as kind of team team business for the county. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah. It's an exciting time to be in this place at this time. It's uh, We do see the growth heading our way and we're happy to help direct it you know, in any way we can. Yeah. I know... Um, even during the pandemic and and coming out of it slowly, but we were still growing. That's what's amazing is a lot of areas have, you know, been really negatively affected, but our county just seems to continue to grow. Now, what did the chamber experience during the pandemic and kind of what ways were you able to help support local business? Well, beginning of the year, things seemed fairly normal. We were able to host some of the normal events, but we normally do about 60, more than 60 live in-person events every year. But once COVID hit and it became clear that it was a long-term uh, problem for the for the entire country and the world, we had to shift our focus. And actually, the, the period of COVID has really enabled Chambers of Commerce to do what we do best and be a resource for the business community. Started out, we were working with our congressmen to help to plan for what the PPP and idle loan programs would look like. We had a series of meetings with our congressman to help him to formulate what it was that they could put in this package that would best help our business community. And um, aside from while they were doing that, we worked with our local economic development corporation 
the Navasota EDC, to provide local grants to our Navasota businesses. And we did that up to, I think we gave out somewhere in the neighborhood of $70,000. Within, I think by the end of April, we had given out $70,000 to about 65 businesses just to help them stay afloat a little bit longer. And then we were helping with the emergency management team of the county by doing surveys to our members to find out how COVID was impacting them on a weekly basis. We'd find out, are they still open? Have they modified their operations? Have they laid off any employees? That kind of information. And then also put a dollar amount to how much they've been affected by COVID up to that point. And we fed all that information to our emergency management team and and Anderson so that they could apply for some federal relief based on that information. Well, once um, the PPP loan and IDA loans came out, we had to work to get that information out to our members and to the community in general so they'd know, hey, it's time to apply for loans. The sooner you apply, the better. So we put out through email, through our through newspaper ads, through online links at our website, and hosting a series of webinars that would let people know, here's what PPP is, or here's what IDA is, and here's how you qualify. We uh, wanted to stress shop local during that time period as well. We ran newspaper ads and uh, online uh, things that we did to remind people that the businesses are still open and they just need your support now more than ever. And so we uh, put that in the newspaper and online. And we hosted a series of uh, online meetings specific to our membership what their business is just to keep them in front of the community as best as we can. And I guess you could say that's part of promoting our members just to keep the customers coming into their store during the rough time period. So, um, and then you were talking about how business has been vibrant. Um, economic development has been vibrant through this period. We've experienced the same exact thing. We've had many, many requests from the governor's economic development office to respond to proposals to bring new business here. And uh, we've worked with the Brazos with, with the Brazos Valley EDC and with other regional economic development groups to help keep our region a vibrant business community. Right. That's so, I mean, I've just said a mouthful, but that's <laughs> what we've been doing during COVID. Yeah. You guys have been uh, not busy, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, it's great. so funny. Busier than ever, and yet not as visible to the public as normally we would be. Right. When I visit people right now, they're they're saying, hey, Johnny, I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, but we've been very busy trying to keep things happening here in uh, Grimes County. Right. Well, we appreciate all of that effort. And I know a lot of the small businesses in the area really appreciate it as well. So we just want to say thank you for that. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So I want to talk a little bit about some of your upcoming events. Um, As things and regulations are getting a little bit more lax and lifted, we still want everyone to be safe, but you do have some upcoming events. So tell us a little bit about those. Yeah. So um, I won't just talk about Chamber of Commerce events, but more like community events, uh, because whether or not it's Chamber of Commerce, it's important for people to, to know what's happening in the community and come out and support I know that, for instance, Lanterns and Legends, which is a typically happens at the end of October with the Theater Alliance in Navasota, is happening this year, and they'll be doing live um, walkthroughs through the cemetery as they normally do, and also online. Uh, they'll be doing virtual. 
So you just have to check out the Navasota Theater Alliance website for that information. I don't have their dates and times handy. But coming up in, uh, oh, I know also I wanted to mention Trunk or Treats happening in October. That's the Anderson um, candy giveaway for the kids. It will be different than in years past, but it's on Halloween night. Kids are encouraged to dress up in costume, but the way they do it is going to be a little different, a little more COVID. um, What was the word I'm looking for? COVID, not COVID friendly, but COVID aware, I guess I should say. (laughs) We don't know if COVID's very friendly at this point. (laughs) Yeah, COVID. (laughs) And then uh, I can tell you that the the merchants in downtown Navasota, also on Halloween Day, are planning something before Trunk or Treats. Where you, um, and I think it's something along the lines of Where's Waldo, but it'll be Where's Casper. Oh, how so fun. the kids can they can dress in their costumes, go from store to store, and try to locate the hidden Casper within the store. So that'll be throughout downtown uh, Navasota. Go, looking to November, some events have not been finalized and so are sort of pending, but I, I am aware of a, a handful that are moving forward. The Veterans Day Parade typically um, handled by the VFW, is happening this year. It's on the 14th of November, starting at 1030. It'll run from Brozig, um, from the Brozig Park over to Ninth Street. After the Veterans Day Parade, they'll have a lunch out at the VFW where they'll have a silent auction. And after that, they'll have a concert by Tony Jackson. So a big deal on Veterans Day this year. Martha's Bloomers typically does Holiday in the Gardens, and that's still a question mark as of this recording. It's supposed to be on the 20th of November at 5.30 in the evening, but they have have yet to say definite yes. Uh, I think they're looking at, they're still waiting to the last minute to see what um, COVID infection rates are before they decide or not. Understandable. And then Fourth Friday is looking good for the 27th. That's downtown Navasota, followed by Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday. So it's gearing up towards Christmas shopping season, and we want to make sure that people remember to shop local. Come on into town, visit the stores, um, go to your local stores and spend that money locally. I can tell you that for December, it looks like the Anderson Holiday Fest is moving forward on the 5th of December at 3 o'clock from 3 to 10. They have a pretty good musical lineup. I don't have it in front of me, but if you search Anderson Holiday Fest, you should find it. And then on the 5th also is the Turner Pearson Fultz tent sale from 8 to 5. This is the 30th year that they will have done the tent sale. And in response to that, they're going to give 30% off the entire store. So it'd be a heck of a deal. And they always have fun things at that tent sale. So it's not just a business sale. It's, it's become really a community draw, community event. Navasota Theater Alliance on that same day, the 5th, will be holding a virtual holiday extravaganza is what they call it. It's, it's a talent show type event. And that starts at seven o'clock on the 5th. And if that's not enough for one day, holidays at the Honey Farm, Bee Weaver, typically they would do their holidays at the Honey Farm that day. They're another one. I haven't heard confirmation yet that they're doing it, but if they do, it's from 11 to 3 typically. You skip forward a week to the 12th. You're looking at home for the holidays with the city of Navasota. They typically have the parade in the morning, 
and then they do the um, excuse me they do the events in the morning at the city hall parade typically starts at six and then the tree lighting follows immediately after the parade and then for the chamber of commerce you know we'll have our holiday mixer in december we've lined up navasota realty to be the host but we haven't determined the date to uh, the date or time for that the yacht stay tuned for that but chamber of commerce mixer and um so I think that's a pretty good summary. I mean, I know y'all are doing a food drive in December as well. Yes, we are. Um, it's going to look a lot different than normal this year. We're still trying to work out the details on that, but it is scheduled for December the 2nd with KBTX. So we will be Great. sharing more info on that later, but um, yeah, it's going to look a little different this year, but that's okay. Cause it's still going to be for a good cause and we're still going to ask folks to bring some food out. So uh, we're, we're looking cause. forward to it. Yeah. Um, Great. Well, Johnny, I appreciate you taking the time to spend with us today. Where can the community find out more information? Um, where are you guys on social media? And um, I know you had mentioned that a lot of these dates were to be determined. So the, wherever he tells you is a great place to find those dates when they're locked down. The Chamber of Commerce website, we always try to keep it as updated as possible. We have a calendar there. And the calendar is not just Chamber of Commerce. It's the entire community. Anything we hear going on goes onto our calendar. But I wanted to tell you one other thing. We're working with the city of Navasota to produce a um, holiday calendar just for this upcoming uh, holiday period. Mm -hmm. So if it's the holidays you're interested in, we'll be releasing that soon. And it'll be a November, December online calendar for all the events I just mentioned. It'll talk about what businesses are open when, what their specials will be throughout this time period. And the businesses will be able to go in and update their information as needed. So it won't be static. It'll be kind of a living, breathing thing. If you want to see fun events or you want to see shopping, it'll all be on this one website. And we'll be releasing that within the next uh, couple of days. We've been working for the last month with the city on building that. But go to the Chamber of Commerce webpage, um, com. Go to our Facebook page. Navasota Grimes Chamber, go to our Twitter, which is NGC Chamber, or call us, or um, just or email us, but give us a call. We're here. Um, we've never shut down throughout this entire period. We've been here the entire time. One last thing I did want to mention is we do have a golf tournament coming up the end of October on the 30th, and we're having our helicopter ball drop once again. This is, a, I think, the fourth year we've done it. $10 a ball and anyone can buy a golf ball. It'll be numbered and then we'll dump them out of a helicopter during the tournament and the ball that goes in or closest to the hole wins that owner $1,000. So it's $10 well spent to support the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> That's a shameless plug during <laughs> my first podcast. So. No, hey. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. Uh, plugs are welcome. So you're good. <laughs> no, and I just want to tell our members and the folks listening that I know around the holidays, a lot of people love like the Hallmark movies, the old town, small town feel, the holiday events, things like that. We have that local. Come to Navasota, come to Anderson, come to these small community events that Johnny's been talking about because it is literally like something from a movie. You're going to love it. I promise. So it's I, ab that's absolutely true. 
when we've had our Red Sweets and Blues Festival, the wine fest that we do usually in November, I've heard comments saying, this is just like Northern California Mm -hmm. with the Christmas lights, crispness in the air. And I just love hearing that kind of a thing. It's It really is straight out of a Hallmark movie. Yes. And I know that is like the thing that people tune into over the holidays. So make it real life. Come down and join these events. And Johnny, we just want to say thank you so much for being on the call with us today and sharing some more information. And like he said, you guys visit them online. If you want to look into some more dates or more details on the events, he'd be happy to help you out. All thank right. you so much, Erin. Thank you. And with that, thank you, Johnny, for joining us. What we're calling Hometown Holidays Part 1, we're going to be doing interviews with local executive directors of chambers to try to help promote some of these local activities that you can go to with your families. Speaking of the holidays, Morgan, you want to talk a little bit about what we have coming up in November in Texas Co-op Power? I would love to. Um, It sounds like the holidays are sneaking up on us. I can't believe it's the end of October already. In your November uh, edition of Texas Co-op Power, we included seven ways to spice up your Thanksgiving. And so it includes uh, different things you can do around the house to spice it up, add decorations, lots of recipes. We know y'all like those. Uh, One of the other things we're really excited about is we included some service project ideas. Things like um, collecting clothing when when, when you're with your family and donating those. Uh, maybe sponsoring a family in need and just giving different options to practice social distancing while you're um, having Thanksgiving with your family. I know some people have the traditions of going and handing out food and things like that on Thanksgiving Day. So giving some different options so you still feel like you're giving back to your community without actually um, getting out there and being in the community. Yeah, so that leads us into a great transition uh, to talk about the Food for Families food drive that we participate in every year with KBTX. I want to go ahead and have you save the date. It's going to be Wednesday, December the 2nd at the Navasota office of Mid-South Electric Co-op and at the Kimbrough Center in Madisonville. We'll have two locations. All donations will remain local and you can also donate online at kbtx.com and designate which county you'd like your monetary donation to support. So again, mark your calendars, December 2nd. It's a Wednesday for the KBTX Food for Families Food Drive. Good morning. I noticed in your seven ways to spice up the Thanksgiving holidays, uh, you mentioned something about uh, this meat and cheese board, but it's a fancy word. Uh, What do you call that? A charcuterie board. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Charcuterie. All right. Interesting. That's interesting. I can't wait to read up on that one. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I think it's, <laughs> You're probably not. I'm just going to go that it's European and we'll call it good. Uh, but when we were putting together a little video we're going to share on social media, I had all that stuff at my house on a Saturday and my husband came home and he's like, what are you doing? I had it all over the kitchen table and then I had to explain to him and I used that word and he was like, what? It's like it's a meat and cheese board, babe. Anyway. It was a mess, but what are y'all doing for Halloween? It's like this weekend. Well, I don't have any children, but I have a dog and a cat. And so I am going to attempt to put a little cowboy hat on my kitty with a little sheriff's badge because she rules this household. 
well, good luck with that. That sounds like a risky venture. Yeah. Uh, and for some good stories later. Uh, but I, with my three boys, uh, we plan on having an astronaut, uh, Gecko from PJ Maxx, and a firefighter to do a little bit of uh, socially distant safe trick-or-treating here in our neighborhood. So we're, we're looking forward to that, having a good night, hoping for some uh, good weather. Yeah, my my little girl's going to be a ballerina. So depending on what the weather looks like determines probably how thick our tights are and how thick our little undershirt is. So I don't know if there's a, a good way to put a jacket over a ballerina where you can still tell what she is. But we'll figure it out and uh, we'll find something fun for her to do that's safe. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we've got to have some safe, socially distant, spooky Halloween fun, right? Yeah, so the parents can eat the candy. That's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, I call that the dad tax. Yes. <laughs> Hide it in the yeah. pantry and eat off of that for like three months. That's right. And with that, keep it spooky. Continue to practice social distancing. Wash your hands. And we'll see you down the line. Cheese board, that's what that is? Yes. It's what they're called. Really? I've seen some people where they're doing it with like candy and that looks really good. Uh, that sounds delicious. Why, why the big word? I don't understand. It's probably French something or something. It's European. Yeah. I'm really proud I can spell it. I know. I'm proud What's of you. What's the American word? Food board? Is Meat that lunchable? Board. Word? <laughs> a food board? Deli board. Lunchable. Lunchable. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Fancy Growing lunchable. lunchable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's 